When it comes to man, or it comes to the domains of man, there are three main powers that rule. Hallelujah. There are three main powers that rule. There are two forces which have got so much strong dominion that they keep competing each other. That's the forces of darkness and the forces of light. And whenever it comes to the domain of man, there is also another force that is the force of man. That is the energy of man. The spirit of man also has command and control according to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 28. And therefore, anytime there is anywhere in, on, the, on the surface of earth, on the earth here, it gives man some kind of a, a divine opportunity or divine mandate to be able to have a sense of control. And the Bible says that God is also in the domain of man. And it's in the same way the scripture says in Ezekiel that men should uh, say woe unto earth for the enemy or the accuser has been cast down. Which means that on the earth here, we have the force of man, we have the force of the accuser, and we have the force of the one that brings salvation. That's the most high God. And whichever way you lean to, that place becomes your source of protection and your source of comfort. And those who lean to God, they are the ones that are protected by God. And those who lean to the enemy, and they are the ones that the enemy buffets them. And therefore, in our domain here, we have what it takes to be able to control. But one thing that I have to, to realize, I, I wanted to realize is this. The man cannot have the ability to stay neutral because you are a contested ground. Every time your life becomes like a life of contention. So you must as much, you must as well quickly connect to one source of power or the other. So the better it is for you is to connect to the one that made the earth that you are living upon. Hallelujah. So once we are on earth here, it is expedient that we lean on God for God to rule the affairs of our lives. So everything that we do, wherever we find ourselves, if God is not in the equations of our life, then Satan begins to take undue advantage to try to rule. That is why it is very important to let God be the controller of your life, or the affairs of your life. Hallelujah. Amen. So these three forces keep fighting every single day. Every single day. That is why the Bible helps us to understand, even from Psalm 68 here, verse 19 and 20, to let us know that salvation belongs to the Lord. It is God who gives us daily resources or daily dose of substance that we need in this life. So anything that you and I are doing, we've got to realize that the forces have to work, whether you like it or not, because Satan will not be quiet. The Bible says so. Say he does not sleep until he sees somebody slumber or somebody falls. That is his purpose. That is his assignment. So if somebody comes and threatens me with whatever Satan is doing and all that, that does not push me at all. Because if he doesn't do that, then there's a huge question somewhere. If Satan does not seek for my downfall or try to make sure that people don't come and play with us or try to make sure that we live a very comfortable life, then there's something wrong somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. So people of God, if you are listening to me today, I want you to realize that already, whether we like it or not, we are at the battlefront. Hallelujah. 
Amen. We are at the battlefront. We are already fighting. That is why it is important that prayer must be constant and be consistent. Hallelujah. Amen. So we have taken up this Amen. prayer preambles and this prayer pathways for, from last um, Wednesday, and we are still on. And today we want to talk about God, our Father, our Father, Him being the source of all prayer. Hallelujah. So uh, I just decided to get, draw your attention to some few things so that we can go into this very powerfully. People of God, wherever we are and anytime you are on your knees to pray, remember that there is a higher power that you are praying to. Remember that you are either praying to the God of the creator of this universe or you are praying to the God who is of this earth, which is Satan, the enemy. So whichever way you go, there are other people who feel that praying to animals or praying to uh uh, things or making uh, other substance or creations of God as their gods. People of God is sometimes very heartbreaking to realize that sometimes beef that makes nice a beggar, they are used, they are bowing to those those things and and in the forgotten that it is good for meat, you know, and, and, and things all over the place. So it, it saddens my heart. And I pray that by grace, by the grace of God, our words and our sharing of some of this information across the world and anywhere you get the opportunity, you have the links, please share with somebody. Maybe somebody may listen to it and begin to take a sense of wisdom and begin to apply that to their lives. Amen. The Bible says that all prayer goes to God. Every prayer goes to God. All the prayers of the saints, let me say it correctly. Let me clarify it properly. Every prayer of the saints of God, those who have believed in our Lord Jesus Christ, they pray to God. There is this quest that the Bible says that the Lord has placed in man the hunger to seek for a higher deity above them or something way beyond their physical reach. There is something beyond every man. And if we can come up to that place of realizing that the Lord God Almighty is the one that is beyond all things, and he is the one that created all things, if our focus is able to switch to this place, it will help us to become to make our prayer life to become much more easy and simple, and resource comes very quickly. Hallelujah. So the scripture says that Jesus Christ summoned his disciple and said that, if you are praying, we have to come to this place of realizing that prayer goes straight to the Father. So he started by saying that, our Father, our Father. Let me take a time and help you out on here. When the word our comes into play here, it means that God is not a God of only one person, but the God of all. It means that there is opportunity, that there is an openings for other people also to connect to the same prayer source that you are praying to. It means that God is not limited and is not finite in his plans and his dealings, but rather open to all people who are willing and prepared to call upon his name. If you know and understand this kind of phenomenon, then every prayer that you're on your knees praying, remember that your brother next door also is also maybe praying through the same channel to assess God and trying to help to get God as God's attention. Therefore, God does not become one person's God. So you cannot literally kind of contain 
as other pastors may have done, that without them, you cannot possess God. If you don't pray through them or you don't come for them to lay hands on you or pray for you and stuff like that, you cannot pray on your No, that is not the biblical concept of prayer. The prayer, the Bible says that we have to open up to let everybody be part of it. So the Bible started by saying, our Father. Hallelujah. Our Father. Amen. That is what we let's open to Luke chapter 11. Let's let's do Luke chapter 11. Uh Mashikram Losa. Mashikorotasibo. Luke chapter 11. The Bible said, Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he sees that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As God, John, as John also taught his disciples. And then, so he said to them, when you pray, say, our Father in heaven, our Father in heaven. And he opened up to them because people of God, uh, that was one of the things I was saying on Wednesday, that prayer is much more individualistic matter. It's a thing that kind of um, is between you and God, though we may be having a corporate prayer, but it is between your, your connection with God that makes the results faster for you. But my connection with you gives you a sense of oomph. I use the word oomph, a sense of push or a sense of momentum to keep you running. Hallelujah. But the Bible says that Jesus Christ was praying with the disciples. And then when they finished praying, they came to him and said, Mr. Why would that come to him? Because he was not with them right there at the point point of prayer. He was away from them. So when they came to him, he says, teach us to pray. I love that bit because it's the, it's the, the how prayer becomes infectious. I know this uh, as a fact, not as something that I'm I'm talking out of uh, this, but I know this as a fact that my former church where I used to be, every time there was worship, I love to pray in the midst of worship because it gives me a bit, a bit more kind of freedom in the spirit to pray even longer and, and, and more. So every time there was worship going on, after every prayer, that's, that's the time I'm praying. So a lot of people, but those who are around me, those in front of me, those on my sides and those behind me, mostly will also begin to pray. So the atmosphere of worship turns into an atmosphere of prayer. By the time we're going to half an hour, prayer is hot and everybody's praying and worship is going on in, in the front. They, they felt the through the prayer of the Lord Jesus. And so now they desire to do the right thing. So when they came to him, they asked Jesus, that what, how do we go about praying? Just as John had taught his disciples the things that he, they wanted him to do, he now has to teach the disciples. So they came to him and said, Master, how do we go about this thing to pray? So he helped them to realize that every prayer goes to one person. That's the most high God. So he says that when you are doing this, say that our Father, who is in heaven. Why is he saying that our father? Because the Bible says in the book of Psalms, if we can, if we can open to Psalm 65, verse 1 and 2, and let's see whether it is true that God is the only source of our prayer. Hallelujah. Bible says Psalm 65, verse 1 and 2. The praise is awaiting you, O Lord, in Zion, and to you the vow shall be performed. Oh, you who hears prayer. To you, all flesh will come, 
other version will say, unto you all prayer will come. So God is the source of the final place where every prayer that we are praying on earth here is getting to. Hallelujah. So if there is any place where anybody is trying to cheat you, anything that you have to pray through me or pray through somebody or pray through Mary or pray through this thing, because Mary is Jesus' mom. And so, my, <laughs> oh, Jesus, have mercy. Hallelujah. People of God, you see how the enemy can cheat us on the freedom that God has given to us. A way of trying to have control over our minds, having control over our time, having control over our emotions, so that they direct us to a wrong path. So by the time your time of prayer is due or you want to pray, you are not praying the right thing. Hallelujah. You are not praying the right thing or you're not praying to the right source. You are rather praying to something else and you wonder why the results are not coming. Hallelujah. Psalm 65 verse 1 and 2 helps us to understand that it is God alone who answers prayer. It is only God. There's no pastor involved. There's nothing involved at all. He is the source of all answer to our prayer. And therefore, whenever you go on your knees, remember that you are addressing God directly. Amen. Hallelujah. So prayer goes to God. Amen. There are some few things I want you to draw your attention to. Uh, some couple of um, thoughts that I feel that it will be of a great help to us. Uh, the reasons for our praying. Hallelujah. Why do we pray? Why do we pray? Why do we pray? Everybody has got a lot of meanings to this. Why do we pray? Most times, they say, hey, I'm in, in a mess and I need help. And therefore, uh, I want to pray. But there are some few things that I want to draw your attention to. Hopefully that may help in the next uh, settings of your prayer life. Hallelujah. One, there is a created hunger in man that seeks for a higher power than himself. So if you look at it, there are people, uh, there's uh, the Confucianist. I was studying about Confucian last week. Uh, uh, he's got about two point something million followers and his family people. And he's got in China. He came from China, and 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 he was born in in those areas. And and he became he felt the hunger to seek for a higher power. And the mother, and the circumstance of the birth of the child, according to history, they said that there was some kind of an animal that came that had a face of a dragon, a body of a deer, and um, a tail or a scale of a. a, a a snake or some something like a reptile. And therefore, uh, the animal helped the, the woman, the 17-year-old, to give birth to this boy because the father had got many girls and no man. And so when this boy came out, the father was older, about 60 plus, and uh, before the uh, Confucius was born. When he was born, then from there, he began, he, began, he began to go through some rituals and other things. As a young boy, and then, instead of playing with toys, he wouldn't play with toys, but he was playing with things that were all spiritually had a significance. So literally, like, there were some forces in, within him. Hallelujah. One thing that I want you to see is this that everyone, all the gurus that we can name them in this world, and every religious leader in this world, every one of them has been seeking, has been seeking for a higher power. 
and they had some strange encounters with either forces of darkness or some strange spirits somewhere. And now they come in here to think that, yes, they have met the right source of power or the right source of God. Hallelujah. Therefore, there is this hunger in every single human being that seeks to seek for a higher power than himself. Hallelujah. That is why you see people going for voodoo. You see people going for all kinds of black magic and any kind of magic. People seeking for uh, the seances, the palm reader, the tarot reader, the card reader, the leaf reader, all those kind of stuff. Hey, listen, none of them bring solution except God. None of them. If there is any manifestation in any of them, it's a false manifestation to attract the attention and to weaken the effort of man's consciousness to seek for the true God. Number two, there is very little man knows about himself, his world, and his assignment. There's very little that we know about ourselves, about our world, and about the assignment that we are supposed to do on earth here. So that is why you hear and see the NASA still trying to make uh, other rockets go on to other planets. And there is this uh, research going on every day, every everywhere, and all kinds of stuff. And about and, and it's, uh, it is said that almost every day there are new things coming into the scenes of man. Because whatever God created, man wasn't there when creations was done. But even after everything had been done, then God made man and placed him in the things that was already in existence. So man has got no clue to all things at every place. You haven't got all of it together. We don't have it all together. And therefore, it is important that we realize that there's very little that we know about ourselves, that we know about our wealth, and also the assignment that we are supposed to do. So there is a need for prayer. Number three, the giver of the mandate knows our ability. Therefore, he chooses to give us enough information that is digestible in that bite-sized. Who is the giver of this mandate of our lives and the place where he placed Adam? And he says that dress it and keep it. And Adam, the Bible says that he named all the animals and everything that moved, he named them and all that. God is the one that made all those things. And therefore, we don't have the full picture or the full blueprint, as I said on Wednesday. And, and therefore, anything that we need, God gives us enough information for today. Hallelujah. Enough information for today. I cited that example yesterday that he will say that give us this day our daily bread. Why, why would he want you to have only one day? What about tomorrow? Hallelujah. And we give an, we give an example about, about um, the, the Israelites when they were, uh, they were traveling to the promised land. The Bible says that God will give them enough manna. That's Exodus chapter 16. God will give them enough manna for the day. You know, it was only on weekends that they are supposed to have a Sabbath day that God will give them enough to cover for the weekend. weekend. So he warned them, said, don't take too much of what you are supposed to take. Just take enough how much it will be enough for you. And those who are greedy, <laughs> those who are greedy, who wants to take more than necessary, <laughs> the Bible says that the following day, when they wake up to open it up, it's all, it was all whammy. 
Hallelujah. It has gone sour. It has gone bitter. It's broken. It's destroyed. Animals are in them. The moment they pick it up from the field, it's spread. It's baked from heaven. Fresh. So the giver of the mandate knows the abilities that we carry. So he gives us enough information for now in my size. So there is a need for a constant prayer. There is a need for a constant prayer. Amen. Number four, the blueprint of life and nature are in the hands of the master builder. That's God. I don't carry the blueprint. The Bible speaks about it. But if we want to go through the Bible, just as it is today, I was studying about the journey of the Israelites in the wilderness and about uh, scientific proofs that they have in this generation or in our generation now, know how all these things are true according to the Bible. So I was studying that online. And, I, and they have, literally, they do have biblical proofs and they have proofs now in our generation. You know, they have done all the things and it, there are signs. They, the, the crew, they went there. They went to Egypt. They went to everywhere that they passed. I mean, it was fascinating as a while. Sometimes some people will sit somewhere and say, we, we doubt what the Bible says. And we're comparing all the artifacts all thousands of years ago, comparing to the Bible. And it, it matches perfectly well. So someone will say, that how could they write these things and all the fragments all over the world, and yet they are able to put these pieces together. And we got all the clues. They are still working on most of them as I speak. So people of God, the blueprint of life and nature are in the hands of the master builder. Therefore, there is a need to pray every day. Hallelujah. We don't have it all together. Number five. Problems can be solved if we can go back to the source for the original purpose of the master's mind. So, for example, he has placed you as a pastor over an assembly. He has placed you as a wife over a house. He has placed you as a husband over a family. He has placed you as a mom over a children or has placed you as a business manager over a situation. If you're not too sure about matters and all that, the Bible says here, uh, helping us to know that it is to God to give us the full understanding of the things that we need to obtain in this life. Hallelujah. So prayer is very, very important. Amen. The Bible says that Daniel, David was seeking after God. He said, Lord, I seek after you. Why would God seeking God because there are so many things that we don't have the full answer. The Bible, remember that when 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 enemy came and, and ransacked his, his family and took all his wives and kids and all the kids of the soldiers when they were going to fight with a, with another army to help them win some battle. The Bible says that when he came he had to inquire of God. Hallelujah. Sometimes they use the effort and then they bring the effort and he used that as a means of inquiry and begin to ask God that, Lord, should I go? Will you give me victory? And then the Lord will say, go, and then I'll give you victory or don't go and all that. So every step of David's life, every situation that he encountered, he was almost always inquiring and inquiring from the Lord, asking God for solutions, asking God for ways out. People of God, if there is anything we need to do, we have to go back to God. 
That is why there is a need for prayer. If you don't go back to God to ask for solution, ask for ideas, ask for strategies, ask for ways, then we will miss the opportunity and we use too much effort and get very little results because the blueprint of this life belongs to him. And every problem that we encounter, he has the solutions to them. Hallelujah. If not, we will continue Amen. and continue in this life. Somebody will say that, yes, I've prayed all prayers and I've been gotten it. Listen to me today. I am helping you to understand some of the basic principles that will help us to be able to walk in this uh, uh, arena of prayer and be very effective. Because listen, if you don't get the results, if the resource is not for you, with you, then you will not be able to fulfill your assignment. So when you go on your knees in prayer, asking God for solution, asking God for ideas, asking God for strategies, there is a need for it. So there will be an answer to it. Hallelujah. So Amen. this is what Amen. I want to draw your attention to today by the grace of God. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 44, verse 6, and that says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts. I am the first and the last. Beside me, there is no God. This Amen. settles for me. Hallelujah. Says that I am the first and I am the last. Beside me, there is no God. So there is no one else who can answer your prayer. You cannot speak to the pastor to think that the pastor is going to answer your prayer. I will pray with you, but I'm not the one that's going to answer your prayer. We are all relying on one source. That is God. Hallelujah. Every Amen. one of us is relying on God, the Messiah. And Psalm 65, verse 1 and 2, help Amen. us to understand that he is the only one who answers prayer. Beside him, there is no yes. God. Whenever I'm going to him, that is what <laughs> I tell him that, Lord, if you don't come through for me, nobody will be able to be there for me. If you don't provide yes. the financial resources, no one yes. will be willing to come, yes. yes. come to me to say, look, take this. No, they won't do it. They may be desiring to do it, but somebody can pick up a call, strangely, and just interject and decide to spoil so many things. And instead of them blessing, they will change their mind. Lord, you are the only source. That can help me. And so I lean on you, oh God. I lean on you. When I'm facing with all kinds of dilemma, that is my source. I lift my voice up and say, Father, unto you shall all flesh come. I am coming before you, Amen. not because I have it all together. I am coming before you because you are the answer, the answer to my result. If you bring the answer, answer will come. If you favor me, I walk in favor. If you give me grace, I shall be graced. If you are anointed, Fucking anointed, but if you refuse to do it, yes. that be just like an ordinary mm. man, and the enemy will buffet him, and they will oh. say, Now, where is your God? Mm. I don't have any other God anywhere. Nobody is my God. The God that I serve is the God of the universe, the creator of the ends of the world, the one that made the heavens and the earth. He is my God. He is your God. If only you have accepted his son, Jesus, as your Lord and Savior, he is your God. He will surely come through for you in the nick of time. He may be not there in the time that you're asking for him, but listen to me, people of God. He is never late on his plans, never late on his promises. He does not miss his agenda. It may not be a something that is conducive for us or making our life comfortable, listen to me, that God does not miss his chances or miss his plans, miss his works. 
everything that he has projected. He knows all things before the foundation of the world. He planned everything into being. So people of God, if you are on your knees praying, remember that your God is capable. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Your God is capable. Amen. That Amen. is why there is a need for prayer. So if somebody yeah. says, oh, let's go to prayer, it's prayer meeting time, let's go and pray, listen to the people of God quickly, just be happy. That is what David will say this statement that I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to the house of the Lord. It is not the music that's only there, it's not the worship that is only there, but also the ability to connect to the divine creator who makes all things beautiful in their time. He is the one that will be able to come to my need when I need it. So whenever David needed him, Psalm 69 verse 6 will say that, Lord, unto you that I see, seek God, hallelujah. He seeks God. He does not want to rely on his ability. David was a very crafty, I mean, he was so well built in every facet of the world. He was a man of war. He was a man of music. He was a man of the word. He was a man of poem. He was a man of the women. He was everything. And yet he does not rely on his ability. He leans on God for everything. Hallelujah. And tonight, I want to draw Amen. your attention to this fact. Now, don't lean on anything that man can take it out from you, whether your certificate or your, or your affiliations with others. I'm telling you, I know how easy others can pick up a fool and destroy you to others easily. They can break the connection that you have with others, the love others have for you. How easy they can use just one phone call to destroy all those chances. But when you are connected to God, when you are connected to God, who is he that said a thing against the elect of God and it comes to pass? Who can lay a charge against the elect of God? Now listen to me. Whatever God has said concerning you, it shall surely come. But listen, do not allow men to become the people who will decide how far you go with God or how far you want to move away from God. But let your focus be on God constantly and continually. Let Christ be the center focus of your prayer. Let no actions of men, listen, don't scream out because the pastor is coming. And then you can just <laughs> Oh, Jesus, have mercy. Don't try to pretend as if that you are in the spirit and praying all the big, big tones and all that because the pastor is hearing. No, 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 no. Please, God knows your heart. He knows the yeah. sound of your voice. Listen, every single human being on earth, yet, you have a code in the spirit. That is your voice. Hallelujah. That is your voice. Your DNA does not match my DNA. My thumbprint does not match your thumbprint. It's the same way in the realms of the spirit, according to the sons of Stephen, who help us to understand that our voices in the spirit has got different distinctions. Hallelujah. Paul, I know, and Jesus, I know, but who are you? Hallelujah. So your voice has got a distinction in the spirit. So when I call you to come, let's pray together. I'm not giving you a headache. I'm actually giving you advantage to master the opportunity that you have in this life. So every prayer goes to God, our Father, who art in heaven. Hallelujah. We are not doing the prayer uh, preambles, but we are just doing the pathway to prayer tonight. Okay. Amen. So our first uh, proposition is praying to God. Praying to God. And the next proposition that we'll be talking about is praying through Jesus Christ. That is the channel. It is the channel. It is the channel. 
People of God, this is what the Lord sent me to come and share with you tonight. And I'm hoping by the grace of God, if you feel that this was a blessing to you, when you get the link, uh, please share with others. Hopefully, they may be benefiting from it or they may benefit from it as the word of the Lord comes to them. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that may the glory of God rest upon these words and these teachings. May the Lord help anyone that hears their eyes to be open to know the position they all stand before God in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for these privileges in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you so much for tuning in. And may the Lord bless you and favor your cause in all that you do. This month is a month of divine escapes. Hallelujah. It's a month of uh, divine escape that you will escape every trouble. You will escape every challenge. You will escape every difficulty. You You will escape every shame. And anything that you have not planned to see happening to your life, but the enemy has planned and projected to bring to pass in your life. May you escape them all in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May your family escape every sudden death. May your business escape every loss. May your business never see corruption in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May nobody take you or take on due advantage over your life in the mighty name of Jesus. May you prosper in season and out of season. Everywhere Everywhere you go, may you see the glory of the Lord in the name yes. of Jesus Christ, reigning in your life. May the Lord give you the dew Amen. of heaven in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May he give you Amen. the fatness of the land in the mighty name yes. of Jesus. Every advantage Amen. in life that will make you successful, pray that may it come to you and your loved ones in the Amen. mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank Anything you. that Amen. will make you start strong in God, Declare in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May he come to you without fail. I speak prophetically that may people Amen. serve you and serve your interests also in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In the world that God needs to be opened unto you, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May those doors be opened unto you in Jesus' mighty name. Anyone blind people in their mind to help you, I declare and decree in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. As they plan, may they not make a way of escape for you. As they project, may they not make a way of escape for you. Amen. Amen. They will cause you to avoid all their weapons in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Any weapon against you, I declare that it will not find you in Jesus' name. Against the weapons of the enemy, whatever weapon that has been. For your sake, I reverse it back to sender. We reverse Thank it back you. to sender. Thank you. 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 May the Lord turn it for good for you. Amen. In the mind of God, continue to do what will be pleasing to God. Always Amen. open your heart to the most high God. Let nobody determine how far you want to serve God. Let no condition tell you how you want to praise your God. Open Amen. your heart. Listen, listen, listen to me. God. Even Thank in the midst of your dark moment, 
Those are the times that God's voice or God's ears are more attentive to you. So in the midst of your dark moments, open up your praise unto the Lord. Let nothing steal your praise. Let nothing steal your joy. Let nothing steal your humbleness. Lift up your voice and say, Father, I thank you through it all. Through it all, I thank you. Through it all, through it all, I thank you. Thank you for the little ones. I thank you for the others. Thank you for everything. Thank you for all of that. Thank you, God. Specify which ones are they? Whether the good, the bad, or the ugly, all things work together for good. So those who thank you, God. Amen. So long as you are in Christ Jesus, it's working for your good. Hallelujah. Amen. I will say it again. Listen to me. It will work for your good. Whether they put a weapon of shame, it will work for your good. It will work for your good. is willing to hear our prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, they think that they'll make you cry, but they made a mistake. That's what the Bible says, that they thought that they were crucifying the Lord of glory. And they forgot that all of us through the crucifixion to the place of God's glory for us to stand as sons and daughters of the kingdom. Today, we can say that we are children of God because of the cross, because of the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are standing strong. prophetically for you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, so let the storm blow you of course. When the storm blows, may you find Jesus as your anchor to keep you in the mighty name of Jesus. Stand strong and prosper. You will escape. I speak Amen. again. I say, you will escape in Jesus' mighty name. Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.